0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, hello, hello. I hope everybody out there is having a fantastic day today. What's today? It's Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, good God almighty, doing these things after brunch is not a walk in the park. Let me tell you what, guys, but we are not here to complain. This is just what it is. On this podcast, not only do we talk about wrestling, We talk about pursuing a goal to work in wrestling. We talk about my everyday life in a honest approach. So when I say that this is a bitch to do right now, it's not because I don't like talking to you guys and it's not because I don't like the work. It's just what it is. So we gotta be honest with each other. We gotta have open dialogues with each other. So guys, hi, how's it going? I actually had a pretty good day at work today. Uh, I work at the Hard Rock Casino out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Made some good uh, tip money during the afternoon, during brunch. And uh, I got to say, guys, being a bartender, actually being a bartender in Las Vegas is really, really cool. Uh, Everybody that comes to Las Vegas wants to talk to people. So starting a conversation at the bar is no problem whatsoever, especially when you're a guy like me that can easily talk to people, as you guys have uh, grown to to notice. So let's just start the show, shall we? Enough bitching, Adam. Get to work. That's, that's what you guys should be commenting. Get to work, Adam, in a nice way, of course. All right, folks, a new 10 pounds of gold just came out today. And since I was at work, and since I'm filming this for you guys right now, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But you know what? That's okay because usually when a 10 pounds of gold comes out, I want to give everybody a chance to watch it and then I'll talk about it the next day. So look forward to that coming very, very soon. Folks, we are 22 days away from All In. Fuck yes. That's what I'm talking about, my friends. Not only am I excited that we're only 22 days away, but i am stoked that i st- that i am sticking to my guns and i am making one of these 6 days a week for you guys i think when i first started i was making seven of them seven of them a week but as you can tell from when i how i opened this podcast that was a little bit too much to put on my plate with uh, working as well but ah, mm, i just can you can you see the excitement, can you feel, can you see the aura around me now? The confidence is through the roof and I am loving it. Let's get right to the questions today, my friends. We are starting with Chang. Here we go. Chang, do you think it was a mistake by Vince to forego acquiring the rights to the NWA? Hashtag live your gimmick. Thank you, Chang, for using the hashtag live your gimmick. Absolutely love that. But yeah, man, you know, uh, when it comes to that, I think that at that point in history where Mr. McMahon was a, uh, was bringing in and buying other promotions... I just think that it never even crossed the man's mind that one day a freaking rock star and David Lagana were going to get this thing and turn it into what it is becoming to be. So to answer your question, man, I just don't think it was even on Mr. McMahon's radar screen to pick up the NWA. I mean, let's 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 look at. I mean, the NWA wasn't really in existence even then for the Monday Night Wars, really. Uh, and Well, I know it's in existence. Talked to Jay uh, Jason Cal about that the other day. I know it was in existence, but it wasn't really at the forefront of the wrestling fan's uh, mind. So I think it was just an oversight. I think Vince thought that he already killed that brand. But hey, let me tell you what, guys. Do not bet on the pony, bet on the jockey, and that's exactly what I'm doing with our president, our owner, Mr. William Patrick Corgan, with our vice president, David Lagana, and of course, our champion, Nick Aldis. Bet on the jockey, my friends, because not only is Alden going to happen, that G1 in Madison Square Garden, you know that that's in the mindset of our champion, Nick Aldis, right now. And if there's one thing that we've learned from our champion, is that if he can visualize it, he can make it happen. And that's exactly what I think is going to be next way down the road. righty, let's see here. What else do we got right now? Give me one second, folks. I'm sorry. Well, all right. Sorry about that, folks. I had uh, my buddy Patrick just text me right there. We're trying to set up some time to do some podcasts of what I would tell my 22-year-old self. This uh, podcast app has been giving us a hard time lately. Technology, man. It's either that or the sensors are out to get me now, too. Uh, but let's see. Chang, I think that answered your question. I, I you know, I bet by the way, I bet this Mr. McMahon is kicking himself in the butt right now. Let me tell you what. Uh, because, yeah, man, Billy, uh, Mr. William Patrick Corrigan and David Lagana are crushing, crushing the NWA. And if anybody should know, it's me. I talk about him every goddamn day. All right, folks, here we go. Next question comes from a brand-new follower. I love it when brand-new followers send us questions that same day. We're going to Randy Higgins. This is, this is just what he said about the NWA in general. Let's go to that first tweet that he sent me. Randy said, I'm very interested in what's been going on. Love the storytelling up to this point. Nick Aldis, the only true world champion versus Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, the boy that grew up watching his father wear that same title. Yeah, Randy. Isn't that so exciting about All In right now? The fact that it's Cody Rhodes with so much history with that with that title, with that championship belt versus our champion right now, Nick Aldis, who is definitely there on this stage to show people what he's got. And I love I love what our champion is doing right now. Let's go to Randy's question, shall we? My question is this. Can this really be settled in one match? Second, what's next for the NWA? Do we see an expansion with another title? Now, everybody that watches me knows exactly what's coming next, but let's start with that first question. That first question of, can this really be settled in one match? You know what, Randy? I think that this just might be the beginning And oh my God, if this can actually be what's about to happen, I think that we are looking at a brand new uh, NWA champion at some point within the next six months. But we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen with all of that kind of stuff. But no, man, I don't think it's going to be one match, especially with this uh, Madison Square Garden thing that's going to be happening the night before WrestleMania, a sold-out Madison Square Garden that we're going to be talking about a little bit later on today so no man i hope it's not just one match i hope that this is a a first of many matches that's just what may become a new giant feud something that we're actually able to build for not just a month before pay-per-view like some startup promotions do but months and months and months like the nwa has doing is doing right now so to answer your question I'd love to see multiple matches ending, culminating. Is that a, Did I say that right? I don't think I said that right. I'm not even going to try again. Sometimes I have a speech impediment, which uh, works perfectly with doing videos and podcasting. But I want to see many, many matches but they end the finish, the main match, the, the go-home match, the, 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 the see-it-or-never-want-to-see-wrestling-again or, 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 or match. God, that, none of that makes sense. I want to see the final match happen at Madison Square Garden. There we go. See, this is what happens when I'm behind the bar all day talking to people. I'm all talked out by the time I get here. But here we go. Hey, Randy, thanks a lot for writing me a question, my friend. It's really nice to have you along. Randy's already been, like, retweeting me, like, everything. So thank you, Randy. I really appreciate you helping me out and all of us helping the NWA out. All right, here we go. We're going to Rick. Uh, Rick asks us, Rotella, the ROH slash New Japan Pro Wrestling MSG sellout. Discuss. Discuss. What, Rick? No, please? No, could you? Just... And then, not even a mister in front of my name, young man? What is going on here? What's... Where's... Where's the etiquette? Where's the manners, goddammit? We deserve... Deserve. I hate that word. We require manners here at 10 Pounds of Podcast. But, Rick, I like you, so I'm gonna... I'm gonna actually answer the question today. Uh, So... Let's talk about that ROH, New Japan Pro Wrestling sellout. I think it took them two days. One day with their honor club buying tickets, and then another day with the general public buying tickets. I, from from what I've read, and uh, this is just from Twitter, and as we all know, we definitely can believe everything we read on the internet, right guys? So, from what I read on Twitter, I think they sold 9,000 tickets to Honor Club, and then they had an, uh, uh, an additional 10,000 tickets that they sold either today or yesterday. But God, seeing that and seeing what happened with All In, if if you don't have the sense of vision that I do and see what's about to happen with independent wrestling, with Wrestling in general in the next three to four to five years, my friends, the golden age of wrestling, like our president, our owner, Mr. William Patrick Corgan talks about, is definitely upon us. And I think that we can definitely feel this vibe getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And we all know the more places that people can see wrestling, the better. The more places that people can wrestle, the better. The more places where, you know, People can do what I'm doing for a wrestling company, the better. Let's make this ecosystem big. Let's make this ecosystem strong and sustainable. And that's what I'm talking about, my friends. That's why I like the NWA, because they're keeping their business plans sustainable and it's working. And when you see something like that, you just have to grab on and hold on tight until forever and ever and ever. All righty, let's go to our last question today. Oh, thank God, I, you know, what did I get the other day? I got the newest Dan Brown book. I'm not sure if it's new. I'm not sure when this came out, but I am so excited to read this thing. All I've wanted to do for the last two days is sit down and read some fiction out there, conspiracy, some conspiracy, and I'm very, very excited to just chill out and read for a little bit today. You know what, guys? If you're out there and if you're not reading, there's something called the Josephus Book Club that I can introduce you to. And uh, Josephus has been picking some excellent books lately, and uh, I think that you should go out there and check that out. Our friend Sir Absurd just read The Demolished Man. You know what? Maybe I should have Sir Absurd write up a little statement that I can talk about the book about. Hey, Sir Absurd, if you're watching right now, if you wouldn't mind maybe writing a paragraph about what you read in The Demolished Man, I haven't gotten to the book myself yet, but I would love to talk about it on 10 Pounds of Podcasts, maybe on the Monday show, if you don't mind, Sir Absurd. That would be super cool. I don't need a book report. This isn't This isn't a goddamn classroom. We, we encourage thought here, unlike classrooms. Can you tell that I did not enjoy school, my friends? All righty, let's see here. Uh... Last question from Baron Zach M himself, leading member of the Illuminati. You can't be named Baron without being a part of the Illuminati. It's true. I looked it up. Uh, Let's see here. Baron Zach M writes, if you got to be a manager for a wrestler in the NWA, who would it be? The wrestler doesn't have to be involved with the NWA at this time. You know, Baron, I never actually thought about that. Uh, when it comes to being a manager, that sounds like a whole lot of fun, doesn't it? Uh, but I would want to be an actual manager also. I wouldn't just want to be a on-screen manager. I'd like to do what Jimmy Hart did for uh, Hulk Hogan for all those years and actually be a manager, or Paul Ellering did for a long time as well, is actually set up. The finances, the planes, the hotels, the stays, I think I'd be a goddamn good one of those. But uh, to answer your question, Baron, let's go with the nature boy, Ric Flair himself, even though that dude does not need a mouthpiece and I'm nowhere near the talker that uh, Mr. Flair is. If I was an actual manager of Mr. Flair, I would just like to see all the money and all the things that he spends money on. And I think that would be so incredible and uh, very insightful to go check that out. But great question, Baron, I really appreciate that. But we all know the greatest manager and perhaps, perhaps the greatest talent in wrestling ever, wrestler or non-wrestler, Bobby the Brain Heenan. I hope that you guys can see at least a shiver of Bobby the Brain Heenan in what I do here because that man is a freaking inspiration to me. And I love everything that Bobby the Brain Heenan does. All right, folks. Thank you for joining us here on 10 Pounds of podcast. Tomorrow's show, I think we're going to go to Evil Pie. And when me and Jason, member of the mainstream wrestling media from the Alliance blog, got together, and talked about the last uh, couple years of the history of the NWA. I know you guys were asking for it, and what do I do? I freaking deliver. Huh? All right, guys. Have a great night. Bye-bye for now. All right. These weekend shows are a bitch. Bye, guys.